0: I'm very excited about dynamic learning paths. I think that's going to be a big deal. I have mentioned before in other places that I think cohort-based learning is a big deal. So I think those are the buzzwords of where we're going and what we're excited about.
1: It's the WP Minute. That was Chris Lemma, now GM of LearnDash, as Liquid Web has acquired LearnDash. You'll hear from Chris in just a moment, but first we're going to talk to Justin Ferriman, the founder... Of Learn Dash to talk about what this acquisition was like, how he thought about it, where he's going, what his day job is, maybe how much the acquisition was worth. Before we get there, this episode is brought to you by Easy Support Videos. Support your WordPress users using videos inside the WordPress dashboard. Learn more at Easy Support Videos.com. If you want to support the show and become a producer, head over to BuyMeACoffee.com Matt Report become a producer get involved with our discord server talk about the wordpress news be part of the wordpress news cycle every week at buymeacoffee.com slash matt okay here's justin talking about learn dash
2: this whole process it started almost a year ago october of last year and so that was when I reached out to an investment banking firm to help with this process. It's a long journey, I learned a ton along the way. It feels really good to be across the finish line and I'm super excited about partnering up with Liquid Web and having leading LearnDash into that next phase, uh, its next evolution.
1: So Justin, can you share with us how your day-to-day is gonna change now that you're not steering the ship? for lack of a better phrase.
2: With regards to my day-to-day, it's going to be a little varied. Obviously, right now, working on the transition, helping the team transition over to Liquid Web, explaining what that means for everybody. In large part, it's the same. Liquid Web is very adamant about teams staying intact and everything that has been successful so far at the company remaining in place. So, uh, that's going on and I'm helping with that. I'm also working a lot with Chris Lemma, who is stepping in as the general manager of LearnDash, bringing him up to speed on some of the initiatives and the interworkings of the organization. And so my time will be spent there as well. Going forward in terms of the product, I'm still involved actively at this moment. There's some initiatives that are taking place, a development going on, LearnDash 4.0 being one, I'm super excited about, uh, and that's targeted for Q1 of next year. And then uh, long-term, I'll be acting as an advisor uh, to the company when needed. Any hint at the size of the deal, the acquisition of LearnDash? No, I can't share anything on that. But I did see uh, in another article actually that Stellar WP, which is the umbrella that LearnDash will sit, LearnDash was their largest acquisition to date. To me, LearnDash
1: has always been one of those few WordPress companies that had a really super polished brand and pricing to match. Uh, when and how did you learn to invest in those
2: areas for your business? As someone that doesn't know how to code at all, there are other areas that I had to focus on. So building a a brand was one of those. In fact, before LearnDash even started, it was a blog. And I spent 10 months building up that brand before launching the product because that's what I could do. If somebody else was going to be bringing my vision to life and coding it, I could spend time building the brand. Now, as everybody often does, they go to some theme directory or something like that. At the time, I went to Theme Forest and purchased a theme and set everything up on that theme. And that was the case for a few years for Learn Dash. And my recommendation to folks uh, who have experienced success in their product is to stop using prepackaged themes as soon as possible and have a theme professionally designed if you're not already a designer, which I am not. LearnDash had its first website professionally designed in 2017. And it was funny because I remember looking at the conversions and just the whole market viewed LearnDash up pre that redesign and then post, and uh, it was night and day. So stop creating your own websites if you're not a designer. Have a professional firm do it because it will give you that polish that that you need to compete against hosted platforms and other big venture-backed solutions that are out there. And we've also done another rebrand recently. So every three, four years, definitely no more than five years, refresh your brand. Get a new look out there and uh, make sure that you laser focus your value proposition. That's something that we've done really well. And uh, it's reflected on our sales copy on the web.
1: What are your thoughts on the challenges of products as they scale becoming platform plays almost to the point where you build one product solution and in order to keep scaling, you, you kind of need to build a whole other product that complements your original product.
2: Dash itself is a platform plugin, meaning folks will set up their entire businesses on, Learn Dash in conjunction with some other plugins for sure. But if they sell courses, that's the main driver of their business. We've always built Learn Dash to, to try to reach as many folks as possible and have relevant feature set without, without feature rot at the same time, without that bloat. It is becoming more and more common for products to be more turnkey and create these all in one platforms. And so I think we are seeing the markets move that way. Up until until now, LearnDash has straddled uh, a little bit of being a plugin only solution and then also a platform because people are building entire platforms with LearnDash and others. So I see that is a direction for LearnDash for sure, especially when you look at the hosted platforms that are out there and what they're doing and what they're offering. LearnDash from a feature standpoint can't be matched when you compare it to some of these other hosted platforms. And so that could be a great area to venture into. And now that becomes even more of a possibility with the folks Liquid Web behind it.
1: For the smaller WordPress product shops that are out there, any particular challenges or words of advice that you'd like to share to help them get to the next level in their business game?
2: Some of the smaller products in WordPress, they actually have an advantage initially. WordPress is just a place where people go and want to try new things, the audience or prospective audience for these smaller shops, they have fans of WordPress that are eager to try new things. It's that shiny object uh, syndrome, which is actually to the benefit of these small shops. But there is some challenge, I think, in the coming years when you can look at these smaller shops trying to compete with Jetpack or maybe even some of the hosts. And that's what these larger organizations are doing. They're making it easier for people to get involved with WordPress, uh, all-in-one solution or a platform, decreasing that learning curve. Some of these smaller shops, it's going to still rely on, the whole process is still going to rely on people getting the plugin, purchasing it, adding license keys, uploading, configuring the settings, and so forth. I think a lot of that process is going to go away. If you look at what, for example, Jetpack does, a couple settings, and you're off to the races for whatever feature it is that you're looking for. And so the smaller shops need to be looking at how to make uh, their solution easier to get started, almost um, effortless. Uh, And that's a huge challenge in the WordPress space. Something I always like to tell folks that are looking to get into uh, selling WordPress products or maybe they currently have a product that's doing well or trying to get to that next level is to always reevaluate how you're positioning the product. That's something that I focused my entire career with LearnDash on and that's reaching a market that's outside of WordPress. When I had friends or family ask me you know, what I did for a living or when I meet new people, I'd always say I own an e-learning company. I didn't say I have a WordPress plugin. That doesn't mean anything to people. So I would start with, I have an e-learning company. If you ever wanted to create an online course, my software makes it easy for you to do that and you can sell your course, for example, using PayPal and generate revenue. And that starts a conversation in a different direction. It also gets you thinking about your business differently and in particular, who your target audience is. So that's what I would say. Uh, start challenging yourself to think outside the WordPress ecosystem. Obviously, you're a WordPress solution, but what are the real uh, problems that you're solving and who is the actual audience uh, that you're going after and what do they want. So that would be my advice to anybody that is, has a business in WordPress or is looking to to get into it. Think about your audience and position your product accordingly.
1: Thanks for the interview, Justin. I really appreciate it. And congrats on a nearly a decade long run of building a business and getting an acquisition. Now we'll shift gears to Chris Lemma, the now general manager of LearnDash, to see what it's like changing hats and acquiring businesses in the WordPress
0: space, so Chris, how is your day-to-day going to change at Liquid Web? Instead of spending a bunch of time with the product development team that I built specifically around WordPress and WooCommerce hosting products, and instead of spending all the time with the Nexus marketing, sales, the the go-to-market apparatus that is all there, I will spend my time, ma- the majority of my time, with the Learn Dash team, the leadership team that's already there, and as we move forward in products so that's the that's the big deal the subtext of that question was what does a gm do it's the p l it's the profit and loss responsibility player it's the ultimate i got to answer the final questions about growth revenue and everything else it all rolls up to me and then i report that to my boss the cto joe osterling of liquid web
1: can you illustrate how a wordpress product acquisition unfolds inside liquid web i'm sure they don't just pick every business that you say should be acquired. Can you give us some insight to that process?
0: I was part of a small team that developed an investment hypothesis. What that means is that we laid out our particular internal strategy for how we thought about acquisitions in the WordPress space, who, why, how, when all that stuff, and it's the same as when you are talking to a venture capitalist and they only invest in telco and they don't invest in something else, or they only invest in B2B not B2C. So we have our own investment hypothesis and I worked to craft the framework for that and then got several people in-house to agree to it. And so that's the framing we use when we are evaluating companies in the market, when we are talking to folks and trying to figure out if there's a good fit. Every time we announce an acquisition, I probably get 10 to 20 emails that also say, I have a company, do you wanna buy me? And most time the answer is no because it doesn't fit our investment hypothesis. And so when an opportunity like LearnDash comes in and we start talking and they fit the hypothesis, then uh, of course we go, yeah, let's move forward with it.
1: If there's a WordPress plugin company out there and they're saying, hey, I wanna get acquired too, how should they think about this process and what should they do to prepare?
0: The thing that really makes it the easiest is to have your data have your numbers really clean and easy so it's one thing if you have a single product so learn dash single product that's it so revenue for the company and revenue for the product are the same but when you get into other companies where you have multiple products you have some extensions you have some add-ons you have different versions of the product three site five site ten site licenses if i come around and i go hey show me your revenue breakdown by product line and that takes you three months I'm likely moving on to another conversation. And in in acquisitions, we play this game of the first one in is the first one we, we go to the dance with. And so if I ask a question to three companies and then the first one comes back and gives me some answers, they're the first one I'm going to be talking to. And even if you show up a month later, I may still be in process buying someone else. So having your data cleaned up so that you can say... I know what our revenues are by product line. I know what our costs are. I know how to allocate those costs and to the different say departments of will, support versus new product development versus marketing, having historical data. What have your sales been like over the last two, three years? And, and what does margin look like? So in the spreadsheet, a clean set of financials really is a great way to have that first date because I can turn around. If I have the data, I can turn around what our offer would likely be what in the ballpark. Uh, I can do that pretty quickly. But if we don't have that data and we're pulling to get, oh, you gave me revenue, you didn't give me cost, which means I don't really know margin, then that gets harder.
1: How does a company like Liquid Web think about WordPress versus solutions? Does Liquid Web like to say that we're selling WordPress hosting bundled with plugins? Or does Liquid Web see themselves more as a platform of solution just so happen to be served by WordPress and their plugins?
0: We are looking at... Uh, a lot of solutions closer and closer to the customer, more and more abstracted. And as it's abstracted, invariably, the, one of the things we hear from the companies we're buying is that, gosh, if there was a way to bundle with hosting, that would make it easier for customers. Customers don't necessarily want to buy a plugin and then run out and buy hosting and then discover that it's not a perfect fit. So yes, I think one of the things we consider is whether or not a bundled solution makes a lot of sense. And and. I, I think when you get into questions of platform, right, I think we think there are opportunities for some platforms, but I don't think the platform is the, I don't think we're trying to make one broad platform with all these plugins. I think some of these plugins I could potentially lead to platform plays and we'll just have to see.
1: Shifting gears here just a little bit, let's talk about e-commerce. Do you think the ship has sailed on any potential competitors to WooCommerce being served up by third-party plugin makers in the WordPress space?
0: No, I don't think the ship has totally sailed. I think WooCommerce provides a really great platform for a generic e-commerce play. I think where the real competition is not another generic. So I guess if you were defining that as the ship, then that may be sailed. But I think the real issue here is that I think there's still a ton of places for e-commerce in more narrow senses, right? When you think about e-commerce or digital commerce, you you know this, right, Matt, from the podcast space. If I said, I wanna do something where I allow you to generate revenue in a different model than sponsorship for for podcasts, that kind of digital commerce would require a different engine and you wouldn't necessarily bring all of WooCommerce to play. And so I think building out platforms and solutions for Digital commerce in different verticals still has a long runway ahead of it. Now, if you did that for three, four, five different verticals, and then you became a generic play, could you beat out one of the the bigger players today? I think so. I just wouldn't approach it from the generic, I'm going to build a generic all-do e-commerce platform and try and beat WooCommerce, I would go at it in vertical. I know you
1: probably don't want to tip off WooCommerce and Automatic, but WooCommerce seems like a huge elephant in the room, barely being tapped by Automatic. Is there anything you'd like to share or speculate on in the WordPress plus WooCommerce market that we might not be thinking of?
0: So I think WooCommerce is still making moves. They just announced an acquisition the other day, but I think they are... I think they're a little trapped. I don't wanna I don't wanna tell my friends at Automatic that they're trapped. But I think they're a little trapped in the game of being generic. And that's a hard fight to fight because when you're generic it means you're fighting everybody. You gotta fight Shopify and big commerce and the next little guy and the marketplace e commerce somewhere else. And so you're fighting in every direction. I think WordPress and specific solutions for customers in terms of digital commerce still has a lot of room to grow. It's why we're investing in the kinds of uh, companies we're buying. And so if you look at donations specifically with GiveWP or you look at uh, calendaring and events specifically with TEC, or if you look specifically at online learning with uh, LearnDash, I think each one of these offers a, a specific vertical that lets you drive towards digital commerce, revenue, online growth and platforms that support it where you can do a tie-in to WooCommerce if you want, or you can go separately.
1: And in wrapping up, where can folks find you to, well, maybe do a deal? And uh, is Liquid Web renewing the budget for 2022 acquisitions?
0: So it's an interesting thing. When you swallow big players, and the last several have been larger, I think I think what astute investors do is they say, "Hey, let's make sure that you can tuck these in, do well, grow them." So I wouldn't imagine that Liquid Web will announce a really another really big deal in December, January. I think we're going to give ourselves a little bit of a window to tuck these in, to drive growth, to demonstrate that everything we bit we can chew and we can swallow, and then. And then at some point in 2022, I think we'll see more reach. And people can always reach me. My Twitter DMs are open. There are lots of different ways to find me. So that's they can always email me, clemma at liquidweb.com, and, and that'll get to me.
1: Chris, Justin, gentlemen, thanks for a tremendous interview. Uh, congratulations for both parties. Congratulations on changing these roles, changing these hats, as Chris mentioned. Uh, really excited to see what Liquid Web does with Learn Dash and where Local Web is going with all of these platform plays. I've got my tinfoil hat on. <laughs> I think there'll be a suite of solutions uh, without any words called WordPress hosting. Maybe in the future. Everyone else that's listening, it's thewpminute.com. Don't forget to share this on social media. Let folks know about this new podcast. Well, new-ish podcast covering the news of WordPress in your weekly five-minute dose every Wednesday with special, unique, original content uh, interviews like this podcast. If you want to support the news, if you want to just buy me a coffee, go to buymeacoffee.com slash Matt report. It's a great way to tip me and we'll mention you here on the show. If you want to become a network news producer, I don't know why I said network news. I just the WP minute producer, go to buymeacoffee.com slash Matt report. You can join our membership for $79 for the year or $9 a month to get a private Discord access and collaborate with all of the producers, contributors, and executive producers building the news every week. If you are if you love the WordPress news like I do, you don't want to miss this. You want to join. Speaking of folks who have joined this week as producers, Do The Woo, Bob Dunn, has joined us sharing all of the great WooCommerce news that he can find in our Discord. Lisa Sabin-Wilson from... Web Dev Studios, along with her partner in crime, Brad Williams, both have become producers. Folks who have contributed to the news so far Carrie Dills, Joe Casabona, Leslie Sim, and Michelle Frechette, thank you for becoming producers, contributors. Everyone else who's listening, share this out on social media, leave us a review on Podchaser, share, share, share the other folks, let them know. The weekly WordPress news is here at the WPMinute.com.